0: Just make a really roasty Schwarzbier. I yeah, told yeah, him that, yeah. and
1: he said, No, it's not the same. No.
0: I have to use dehust. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only oh Caravan. Special.
2: Welcome to the Beer and Loving Podcast, everything a podcast should and I guess shouldn't be. I'm Pete M. in Grand Rapids, joined by my friend Sam Sly in Denver. Today we have a few folks on our show. We have John and Matthew from Inland Island East Labs and Justin from Mockery Brewing, all of which are in or around Denver. So thank you for joining us and I'm so sorry you're here.
3: <laughs> Thanks for
2: having us.
0: Thanks for dragging us. Yeah, <laughs> kicking and screaming.
4: <laughs> oh man, Pete, what are you drinking uh, over in Michigan right now?
2: Um, I'm drinking the uh, Ailsmith Special Pills. Special? Special? Special?
0: Yeah.
2: With a Z? It's with a Z.
4: Oh, okay. So it's not not the Mexican. Special? I was thinking Special, like, you know, Modelo or sh- something. It's got Spetzel in it? Spetzel, huh? <laughs> Schnitzel, Spetzel. I don't even know what that means. I allegedly have German ancestry and I am the worst German ever, I'd say. So.
1: You're drinking. You know they're for that's real because
2: it's roast at the there end. There might thing. be worse Germans
0: than you. Just throwing it out there. Okay, that's good. I'll take that. I'll take
2: that. Uh, when in history was there a worse German than Sam? <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll, leave, leave, we'll, we'll leave that alone. Yeah, let's not answer that one. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to actually know the answer to that. <laughs>
4: Justin, you should uh, actually describe what we're drinking because this is a pretty nifty beer of yours, actually.
0: Well, Pete, I'm sad you're not here to share this with us, but you can be here in spirit, I suppose. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh We're drinking the schizophrenic narcoleptic, which is the first beer that we bottled here. It's a uh, imperial coffee stout that was aged in barrels that used to be whiskey barrels, but were then used to make uh, artisanal vanilla extract in. Oh, okay. Damn. So we got—they were pretty potent. So we got to you know age uh, this beer in there for not—I think it was very long. I think honestly, think it was maybe like a month. No oh, wow, well, That's really? all it took to get the good vanilla flavor in there because those things were pretty potent. In the, in fact, use those barrels on a second beer, that's how poke. So Damn. anyway, it's got some uh, cold brewed coffee from uh people those Puckleberry Roasters, yeah, the local coffee company here as well. So coffee, vanilla, roasty, and it's probably about twenty months old, this bottle, and this may very well be the last one that was just been sitting in my basement for a while. I've been surprised how much the coffee's like still coming through. Right. Like doesn't that usually fade? Pretty quickly, or not super quickly, but like it's yeah. one of those things that fades out, right? Like a hop. Mm-hmm. And roasty beers can give it that a little bit of that umami flavor over time, too. And I don't think sure. this really has no, much it's of that, which is nice to see that it age well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Justin's got a whole
4: box of, of specialties uh, that we'll be getting into, so maybe we'll just keep talking about it as we get into those bad boys. Mm-hmm. And, and Pete, just for you, since you know, we're drinking a bunch of Colorado beer. I also brought some founders so we can drink something from Michigan. Oh, fantastic. In honor of you, too, kind of.
3: <laughs>
0: Thank
4: you, thank you. You know, it sounds like you're drinking something a modern.
0: from uh, not Michigan. California. Yeah. That's okay. That's an honor of me. I was going there. All right. There we go. There's a tie-in. <laughs> Toronto, All right. you uh, no,
3: you? Colorado. Oh, you're Colorado. So yeah. you left and came I back. I left and came back.
4: Okay. Yeah,
3: I left and figured out what I was missing, came back, <laughs> never leave again.
4: There you go. <laughs> yeah, I can only hand up California and... Uh, Very small doses.
3: Yeah. Me too, like 36 years. There you go.
4: That's a pretty small dose. (laughs) That's that's a fair dose. (laughs) Good for now. Oh, man. So was this beer brewed... Before you got connected with Inland Island, or is this possibly
0: using? Uh, that's a good yeast. question. We
3: were here because I remember yeah. getting a bottle of this, like as you guys were. Yeah, I think yeah. This was, we've been bottle open for
0: almost a year when we brewed this. Yeah, yeah, and I think we started using their yeast probably about I don't know four or five months. Four or five into ago. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sounds about <laughs> right. So, yeah, I'm guessing their yeast, some strain or another. I cannot keep track of all the strains we've used. From them, but... Uh, <laughs> you guys have definitely
3: gotten through the catalog, it's pretty impressive, to be honest. I think
0: we've actually created some of your catalog, if I... It could
3: be. Yeah, yeah that is <laughs> the truth.
0: How many different streams do you guys have?
3: Banks? I mean, probably pushing 100. Oh, wow. I mean, online, we're probably more like 60. Okay. But, yeah. That's pretty awesome. I mean, as many as we can possibly uh, possibly get on there, if we get something isolated. Um, when you just gather yeast and you don't know anything about it it's tough to commercialize it because the first thing anybody's going to want to ask is you know, what's it like what's the attenuation uh, what's this going to do for my beer that I'm making and if we don't have all those questions answered it's yeah tough to charge somebody money for it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, right. uh,
4: It might do this. How do you figure that out? Do you, like, actually literally have to use it, basically? You have to brew with it.
3: I don't know how else you figure all those things out. I mean, because even flavor profile is not something that I can, you know, just infer from growing up the yeast. You can get a little bit of, like, the the aroma and and stuff off of it, but it's, you're not drinking a beer made with it. Yeah. You're not going to be able to know that.
4: And there's so many ranges, like, you know, some yeast respond to temperatures differently, different other factors, too, so it's...
3: Yeah, you can't just, I mean, a one-off is probably not enough. Yeah. yeah. You know, this times. was the attenuation I achieved, but who, who knows?
0: What, at what temperature, right? What right. the malt
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we've spent a decent amount of time trying to pull yeast out of Belgian saisons or different spontaneous fermented beer. It's fun to pull those things out and play with them. And a decent amount of that stuff we have put up on the website and people have tried out. And then we kind of compile their feedback and try and add that back to the website once we yes. know more about it.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, if you see something that says like, attenuation unknown, alcohol tolerance unknown, it's literally because we just don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <It's>, <laughs> we're not trying to make it a dude. secret. It's like, we, yeah. We're still working with this one. It's a working one. Yeah.
3: yeah, and surprisingly, those are usually the ones that get ordered first because people, brewers will see that and say, oh, like it's new, it's something crazy to try. And not, it's they like putting their flag down right. on land. Right. They're like, all right, we're going to
4: help figure this one yeah. out. Yeah. you are yeah. use something
0: like an experimental beer, then you can, you know. Right. To, if you're doing
3: random Brett's or right. you know, uh, Belgian style saisons and stuff, for the most really part you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're doing an experimental beer. That's wild.
4: Yeah. Uh, so you know, with the show, we always try to get different aspects of the industry, and we've had some suppliers. We've done like grains. We've had uh, the Rocky Mountain Barrel Company on here to talk about barrels. You guys are literally the first like yeast lab we've had in here. So it's like this is all new to Pete and I. And, yeah.
3: There's I'm not a lot of, of foreign listeners, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, honestly, one of the reasons we started the company. Uh, how just, old are you guys? Like, how long have you been uh, doing this? A little over three years. Okay. Yeah, okay. formed the LLC back in 2014.
4: Okay, right
2: on. What got you started in it?
3: Uh, Matthew and I were both working at a biofuel company growing yeast for at an industrial level for them, um, and, you know, both of us had grown cells uh, primarily for our careers and uh, had kind of... Pigeonhole ourselves into a, a strange, you know, a specialization, and uh, we started homebrewing together. Matthew's actually been doing it for years. I kind of he basically taught me how to brew, and then nice. um, we're buying yeast from you know White Labs and White East or whatever, and going. We do this every day, all day. Uh, we <laughs> could definitely you know grow up a batch of brewers yeast, and so we started doing that, and took it from homebrew level to professional yeah. brewers. Asked us if we could grow for them, and quit our stable day jobs and went from there
4: that's
2: awesome that's so kick ass yeah
4: that's uh i mean that's like just a different aspect of kind of that the home brewer to professional kind of dream there just from yeah. a different angle
3: yeah yeah i mean coming in from i mean matthew definitely had some some home brewing jobs but i for sure came into this industry from a science background rather than a
2: you know a love of brewing or or beer
3: sure
1: sure
2: so when I think of like a yeast lab, I think of like a bunch of refrigerators filled with dry ice and vials. And like when you open the refrigerator, <laughs> like all of the steam pours out, and you're like, "Oh yes, this is the yeast I will use." And you have like forceps that you grab the vial with. How close is that to what you actually do? Like Some Park. of that's pretty <laughs> accurate.
1: We do have um, yeast gets kind of banked, is what we call it, in these negative eighty degrees Celsius freezers. So oh, if you rad. put ice into that freezer, it actually heats the freezer up. the thing is ridiculously cold, and so when you open it, it does, like, pour out. That is so cool. Yeah, it is pretty (laughs) cool. But, and, and, so yeast, when it's that cold, is pretty much genetically stable. It's totally dormant. So we can store yeast in there for 20 plus years without any genetic mutations happening. We can pull it out from there to start growing up anybody's pitch. So that every time somebody orders Inland Island 001, it's always the same.
2: Oh wow, that's, that's so cool, holding that consistency. Yeah. So when, when we go to Mars and we start brewing beer on Mars, they're probably going to call somebody like you to be able to transport the yeast, right? Because <laughs> you've already figured out how to make that shit dormant and, and transport it, right? Yeah,
1: I mean we actually teamed up with some people at uh, Red Rocks Community College this summer to launch uh, yeast up into low orbit on oh, this yeah. little like uh, parachute rocket thing. And then the students brought it back down and were able to get that yeast to grow
2: again. That's so cool.
4: Have you guys uh, you guys familiar with Ninkasi Brewing? Yeah, they did a yeah, similar thing. Did, uh, yeah, yeah. Shot some up in the space. I, I right still now. have one bottle of that stuff left. Uh, they call it Ground Control. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I remember. seeing Yeah, that. yeah. We had their their uh, founding brewer on the show at one point. He was describing it, and he had a blast with that. And apparently, he was like a space like nerd too. So he got to go to like these space events and astronauts. Were like, yeah, that's awesome. Beer in space. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so, just looking, you know, what you can look forward to. With yeah. this crowning achievement of yeast in space. I'm going to have yeah. to reach out to NASA. I mean, I think you should, should
2: put a personal You really should. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Or put a personal so pitch to like Elon right Musk. You know.
3: Right. They Start. need somebody to go up from the space station and hang out for a couple months and have yeah. beer. Like, I'm yeah. All for
2: it. Yeah, they need to keep the morale up there. Right. So, like, beer is the logical next step, right? Yeah. I think you'd get drunk quick, though, right, at
3: elevation. I would imagine. I don't don't so. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk at zero Gs. Yeah, I know. How does that impact your tolerance? What do you do? You start Definitely, spinning yeah. the second you try to sleep. What, no matter oh, what. Oh God! Doing? How terrible would that be? If nah. you get
4: the spins, are you literally just spinning? Right. I mean, it's like <laughs> it could I, be
3: due to actual spinning.
4: Yeah. If I, I don't even, I don't even have a frame of reference. I was like, the Earth like starts like moving and spinning instead of just rotating. That's probably when you know you've hit your.
3: Somebody's had to have done man. studies into this. I would just close my eyes, man. Otherwise, yeah.
2: Has there anybody <laughs> that you guys know of that have gotten drunk in space? I don't know anyone who's been <laughs> to space, so I, I, I don't, yeah. don't really so know so that. So to be the, I mean, just, just from reading, obviously, if you knew somebody who got drunk <laughs> in space, I'd be super impressed with that. Like, yeah, we just have to like, change I, I the course I haven't even, of like, heard this. of that.
4: No, uh, I want to say I read something recently that uh, there was the headline was Why Astronauts Can't Drink in Space. It's It's, it's been banned. Basically by NASA, really? um, and I think someone did like sneak wine zero environment something like that. Yeah, right. that was yeah. one of the reasons, like, yeah.
3: amongst and other ones. I'm sure if you think of what the cost per payload to bring stuff up in space is, <laughs> yeah. that bottle of wine probably cost ten yeah. thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, they probably mixed that one pretty fast, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. That's and I don't remember the details of that article because I don't retain knowledge that I read, but I remember that was the headline because I'm a millennial, so I read headlines and move it's on. It's like
2: it's like, hey, do we want to bring this bottle of wine up or, like, two days of oxygen? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Right. O2, it's kind of a big deal. You know, if they do those sci- science experiments for, like, high school kids, though, I don't know why I couldn't apply. Yeah. To try to get, you know. We're, it's for science. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if right.
4: it's for a good cause. That's why I think right. you need to, like, make a personal appeal to Elon Musk since he's yeah. privatized. Exactly. And when he goes to Mars, I bet you he's going to want to have some wine with him or something, you know? He's right. not just going to sit there on the red planet and be, you know, stone sober after he's... Looks out at his accomplishment. Right. <laughs> Talk about an exclusive tap room. You know, yeah, I mean that's what they <laughs> oh, Yeah, they'll repurpose the Mars <laughs> rover to bring him drinks because right. you know by the time we land there, that thing
3: won't be doing anything. Apparently, there's anymore. already water on the fuller caps up there. Oh, there they you go. Oh them. yeah. I
4: also heard it's covered in like nuclear space dust, so mm, it's a little, uh, little toxic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine <laughs> brewing beer with all those ingredients. Nice. Yeah, there right? you go. <laughs> ice and nuclear toxic waste or whatever.
4: See limitless possibilities at that point, but I'm yeah. a, I'm an optimist, right? Uh, so so you guys have been uh, doing yeast for a while. Did you have like a specific lineup that you started with? Like you said, you're 60 on the website, 100, you know, officially, I guess, quote unquote, officially categorized. How many did you start with? And like, you know, where, where does a yeast company start? Not that if, you know, if you're giving away trade secrets, tell me, to shut the fuck up, but.
1: Well, probably 80% of the yeast we grow is one of two strains. I mean, it's okay. like the Chico strain that a lot of people use that's from Sierra Nevada at some point to brew most of their clean ales. And so that's probably the majority of our production. And then there's a um, yeast from Ondex, Germany, that a lot of brewers use. It makes a nice, clean lager. So okay. the majority of what we grow is one of those two strains. And then everything else was pretty much by request. So, you know... Justin or somebody hits us up and they say I gotta have this strain and we go source it for them. And then we've got a handful of stuff we've pulled out of cans or bottles um, okay. that theoretically no other yeast lab has right now uh, that are pretty popular that we grow for people. That's right on. I, oh, thank
4: you. Uh, <laughs> this is always a question that I've heard homebrewers talk about, but I've never actually had professionals Drains to ask us to. What's that? Drain's down there. <laughs> Oh, catch it!
0: No, in case you want to dump that out. Oh, I got
4: you. No, I'm good. I'll, I'll just drink it. <laughs> there you go. This, this is my water. Rinse cup. Um, so, as a homebrewer, I used to reuse like yeast from batch to batch. I heard there's only a certain amount of like batches you should go with. Is that is that accurate? Or I mean, I, do they like really start to just get crazy? Or there's some genetic
1: change that happens every time. And basically, what's happening is the brewer is putting pressure on the yeast. Um, so just like if you want a bigger cow, you breed two of your largest cows and then their largest offspring and so on. The same thing happens when a brewer is collecting yeast. So they're collecting some portion of it, whether it flocculates faster or slower or they're putting some kind of pressure on the yeast. Okay. And eventually, you know, every time it duplicates it, there's some chance of genetic mutation. And so what happens is over so many generations, it's not the same as what you started with. Okay. And so- it's totally dependent on the brewery. So some people go... You know just three generations and dump it some people go 25 oh, some wow. people go forever um, and are okay with those changes that occur okay
3: yeah. yeah. I, I think it basically comes down to you i mean um with the same example with two cows right you can see those two cows are big and you want to use those and you get their offspring but with yeast you don't really you can't tell what yeast you're collecting and what yeast you're pushing to the next batch so mm. whether or not that's going to be what you want is kind of dependent on those generations and a lot of brewers set their number of generations at when they notice that shift starting to occur and that could be based on the pressure that they're actually putting on the yeast or just the yeast that they happen to be collecting from batch to batch
1: okay yeah so what's cool is all lager yeast was came from a single cell sometime at the end of like the 19 or the 1890s somewhere along that time when carlsberg isolated it he grew it up. They passed it on to Truberg Brewery. This is all in Germany, and every lager strain that's in existence right now came from that same source. So it shows you somewhat of how much genetic change can happen, sure, um, in you that's know a really hundred-year time span.
4: Huh. That's fascinating. I I just watched Alien Covenant last night, and I'm thinking of Prometheus, <laughs> the the, rigid, well, the movie that was supposed to be the one before it, and how you know the thing big things come from small beginnings and stuff like that. That's. Yeah. And totally the same. Yeah, totally. exactly the same. it. <laughs> Just waiting for something to erupt out of my chest now. Oh my. <laughs> so, at what point did did you uh, get connected, Justin, with with uh, these
0: guys right from the get go, or no? It was a few months in okay. for sure after we started.
3: Well, we started brewing before we opened. So, so I, can, I came to your opening ah, and introduced myself. So there we go. All the beer that you guys opened with, you know, you had been somewhere else, and, and I remember um, Zach, the owner. Uh, who was bartending that night along with all of his brothers and um, introduced myself, basically told him what I was doing and, you know, when we started this company, it was basically like, you introduce yourself to, to brewers and they're like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, in no way, because for, you know, 20 years, there's only been a couple companies that you can buy yeast from and brewers had completely gotten used to that. So mm-hmm. some guy just coming up to him telling him like, I can do this. We grow yeast. We're starting a yeast company. Um, sounds like you know a fairy tale to everybody. So it took a couple years, really, and I mean these guys took us on maybe even before they should, have, because they're we still <laughs> figuring some stuff out.
0: And you know,
3: three years later, we've got our feet under us, and you know things are going well. So yeah. um, we're finally, finally now. I'm able to go up to brewers and they say, "I've heard of you," or you know, like that makes sense. You work with all these other breweries. Right. I'm willing to try you out. Ones that they know about.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: you're working with them. Yeah. Oh, they make good beer. And that goes along. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Because when you're yeah. starting off and it's like, well, who uses you? Well, no one yet. But <laughs> we'd you really like, like, like to change oh, that, so well, Yeah. Uh, well. You could be the first, though. Nobody <laughs> wants to be that guy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to take that first plunge. Right. That's funny to be like, you walk up like, hey. I make yeast. You use yeast, and there's like, ah, bullshit. You make yeast, whatever. Right. You grow yeast. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because there's just this understanding that there was only like a couple companies that knew how to make the magic. That was it.
0: Right. Well, one thing that you have to realize is that usually when you get yeast from somewhere else, it has to be shipped. Right. Right. We're in Denver. We've got guys that make yeast that are literally a couple miles down the road. So for us, not just from like you know what they carry, how good the quality yeast is, but just from a cost perspective, it's that's appealing. appealing right off the bat. Yeah, sure. Because like, we can just bring it to you. We're like, really? Like, that's great. Like, what's your turnaround time? Like, really fast, for, like, you know, a few days to a week, you know, depending on what we're ordering, you know, yada, yada. And we're like, wow, oh, so I don't have to go on the website and, like, you know, place this order and then call and be like, hey, you guys need to get it to us in time and, you know, not cost us, you know, $100 in shipping to get here quickly. Like, none of that's an issue. So having somebody that's local, I mean, that was a big... Plus. Yeah, yes. absolutely.
4: No. I didn't even think about like the
0: fact you'd have to ship it. And it's not yeah. light. It's not dried yeast. It's no. liquid yeah, it's, with, yeah. more, with a more liquid on top of it to keep it healthy while you know during the ride. So when
3: I see the difference in price between the same pitch going to a brewery down the road versus me shipping to Michigan, it is absolutely insane.
0: Oh, I, I imagine yeah, I
3: mean, it's like a fifty percent upcharge.
4: How does that? Uh, how do you have to ship that? I mean, do you have to keep it uh, like? Is it frozen or do you keep it liquid? So it's, it's got to be cooled. It's not liquid
3: coming straight out of the refrigerator, and it's in a cooler lined box. I mean, we pay a fortune for these boxes that we ship everything in. But you it's have to use, worth like, it. Cause dry ice to do it. Like, so you can't use dry ice because dry ice will freeze the. Okay. And they can't Too be frozen, cold. so yeah. it's got to be cold packs and yeah. you know um, a a 10 barrel pitchable will weigh 20 some odd pounds and so think oh, of shipping yeah. think of shipping two <laughs> gallons of milk overnight across the country
4: yeah i was still weird. thinking like you know a, a white lapsed vial Yeah, <laughs> no, i mean we're not, not talking like yeah. what a production a half facility half gallon, would actually right. use you know yeah so yeah i
2: mean that's <laughs> so what's advantage. the lowest yeah. uh yeast can go is it 80 degrees celsius the lowest yeast can go before they it like the cold kills it
1: I can definitely go colder than that. I mean, when you freeze something at negative 80 degrees Celsius, there's definitely some cell death. You put it in uh, glycerol, which helps kind of adjust the cell walls so they don't crack. Because that's what happens. Like, if you think your cells are full of water, when water freezes, it expands. And it right. cuts through all your cells, basically, is what happens. So um the coldest we ever let the liquid yeast we're going to sell to somebody get is, like, 30 to 32 degrees Fahrenheit, which is, like, right at freezing. Right.
3: Yeah, so don't take your homebrew yeast and stick it in the freezer thinking you're going to keep it longer because it'll kill all of it. Yeah. It's not frozen. Like it's zero. not frozen. Right? Right. all. Yeah. It can't handle yeah. the, the freezing. You'll get no bubbles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You'll, get no bubbles. You'll, that's, that's, you'll get no that's bubbles. You'll get no bubbles. That's
4: my technical term from homebrewing. Yeah. I got no bubbles. <laughs> what's wrong? Yeah. It's five days in and there's no bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> White labs. So, Justin... <laughs> ah, kid. I... kid.
0: <laughs>
4: uh, Justin, we just popped another uh, one of your bottles here. Tell me about this one because uh, this is really good. I want to hear about this now. So
0: this is Mo Honey, Mo Problems. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a picture of this label and send it to you. It's and, a... Uh, a is the base style. So, kind of like beer meets mead. Okay. So, this is uh, basically you know, we added the honey in the kettle. Um, how many pounds of honey did we add here? We that I just, just here. saw the ABV on 540 eye 40 eye pounds, of oh pounds of Colorado honey in here. So it's pretty oh. much uh, 49% honey, 51% malt. So if you were to go the other direction, then it'd be considered mead. Okay, As so far you're... as the, you know, powers that be are concerned. Yeah, yeah. So we basically went as far as we could with the honey. Okay. Uh, legally possible. And then in addition to that, we uh, added pear juice. To really bump up kind of like the fruity character to it. Then we dry hopped it with uh, Huel Melon Hops from Germany to give it kind of a melon type of note to kind of continue that whole like, you know, light, light fruity, sweet yeah, character on there. Yeah. It's, um, it's, and it was a collaboration that we did with Saucony Creek and they're out in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. I've not heard of them. This is, uh, how'd you get hooked up with them? Uh, one of the, the owner there had a house out here. Oh, okay. So he was going back and forth and he now actually lives out here now and has started uh, another brewery. Okay. since then a small and he's just come out with the cans right off the bat I can't remember the name of it offhand just because there's so many new breweries now. yeah but I know how do you keep it was Goza up. I know that um, All right. <laughs> Larimer something to do with Larimer that's it? it's the
3: that. Larimer what's that the Larimer the Larimer there you go yeah that's yeah. him Yeah, there he is. Okay. yeah so there you go
0: group committee right. memory that's yeah. good there we go so anyway yeah that's uh, how this came to be
1: yeah, and that's one of the cool things about working with Justin at Mockery. We get these emails that say, I'm going to do, I'm using 49% honey, and it needs to be 12%, and I'm
0: going to put pears in it later. What can and handle what's this?
1: The best for <laughs> that?
0: It's like, oh, shit. What yeast <laughs> won't die on me is what, I, what we need to say, right? You know? yeah. What can handle yeah. all this crazy stuff we're throwing out there? I'm relying on you to, you know, there's a picture the of
4: Justin showing up at the lab's door. like, hey, guys, mm-hmm. hold on. I got this idea. Like, in the middle right. of the night, oh, like, oh, he me. wakes up. He's like, I, I got it. It just came to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Definitely typed that in the yeah. email and said to us, like, "What the hell is this yeah. guy doing?" I think that yes. happened
0: when we did the uh, what was it, the Japanese extra pale. We were yeah. looking for some sake yeast. Yeah, I
3: remember that. That yeah. I mean, there's been more than five of those instances. Right? <laughs> <I remember> email is <laughs> going like, "What are they trying to do?" This is. <laughs> I mean, like the whole the whole point of this brewery is <laughs> mockery, right? Like nothing is you know too... style for the, the most style, part. Oh, yeah. there's no rules. we trying every once in, as in a, a, a while, while for, a style, but
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So pushing boundaries, you know
4: feel like you're living up to your namesake. You try to. I mean, yeah. your, your kettle names alone, and your fermenter names, uh, everything here is... It's all great. Yeah, we keep it fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what beer should be, right? Exactly.
2: So is there any, like, yeast that you guys are, like, really, pr- like, proud of, or that is, like, really unique? Like, you get there's just, like, such a unique property about it. Um, like, I'm just imagining, like, these vials, and like purple shit coming out of them. I don't know if it's like that at all. But like is is that like anything like that? Is there any sort of yeast that you're like, Oh damn, this is fucking cool.
0: Pete doesn't smoke weed ever. Right? Right. No, absolutely not. I'm not comparing just the weed nugs in my head. He's gonna start saying like, you know, so like weird science, you know, does Kelly LeBron, you know, come bust it yeah. out every once in a while or We've been
3: working on that. We haven't haven't developed that yeast yet.
0: We've isolated
1: a couple of our best sellers out of cans of beer that we've gotten from abroad. Um, Our Colorado IPA and our Eccentric Ale are both isolates that we've personally done in-house, and they're probably two of our best sellers, so... I'm pretty proud of that. A bunch of breweries around town use them. That's
3: yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, just great is house, house yeast, you know. It's, like, a little bit different than the Chico that Matthew was talking about, and it helps brewers kind of differentiate their beer as opposed to, like, everything else that's out there.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, I think, you know, we've got a couple isolates that we've done from, like, Belgian beers. One of them was a, a Brett strain that actually produced acidity, which we thought was really cool. Really? So the Brett strain alone um, turning out. Not as much as if you were doing like a lactic fermentation, but still, you know, tartness. sub 4 pH. Get a little bit of tartness along with the uh, uh, the fermentation and the bread yeah. characteristics as well. And then we've uh, we've started growing um, Quebec East. We sell it as a Norwegian farmhouse, and I just talked to, uh, there was a group of brewers here that did um, a collaboration called Making Noise that they've done for... Oh, yeah. Now it's like Generation 3, and uh, they all picked... This single style of yeast, and all used our um, our yeast for the beers. And I, I talked to one the other day, and her fermentation went up to 100 degrees, and Whoa, it was fine. What? Apparently, Damn, like wow. she was, and that's I mean that's what that yeast is touted as being able to do. But she just took off restrictions, did no glycol, and like this thing cruised up to 100 degrees just and fermented in it. two days. <laughs> two days, and I was like, Damn. you know, that's that's a little faster than I'd like to see, but um, you know, it was a it was a sub four percent beer. Okay. But a lot of fuel. Yeah, not a lot of yeah. fuel fermenting at 100 degrees. It's just gonna do that. Um, <laughs> which, uh, but apparently, I've I've heard they haven't all been tapped yet. But I've heard they turned out really well. So oh, that's awesome. Um, that's another oh, one's I cool right of that one. I want to try that one. Yeah,
4: yeah, we've uh, we've had Calissa, who's involved,
2: right? And that's who I was talking. That to. was who I was
4: talking. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, Calissa's awesome.
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely.
4: Yeah, she's actually the one that we had. We had a hearing problem. And Pete was asking us about party enemas. We thought he was saying party guns. It, those are good times. Uh, okay. Yeah. Just, a, so little, just no. a little just a little just preview of where it's gonna be going later. Alright. <laughs> uh, FYI.
3: Yeah, well good thing. We've drank a 13% beer and a 10-8? 10-8.
4: I know. This is this is crazy. This is only nine. This is only
3: nine. Oh really? Yeah, oh, alright. All right. All all right. 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 Uh, yeah, well right. I feel chipped. Yeah. I, I, I overdid it
0: then. Oh my 3%. Oh, Matt oh, was bad. more like that one, huh? Yeah, I really like this. Going back to the coffee.
1: It's so smooth.
0: Yeah. That it is. Smooth smooth over time, that's for sure. That I mean is. not that it was rough to begin with, but definitely like just smooth air. Yeah. Oh,
4: so, um I had another question earlier that I totally ditched because uh we're really good at prepping for this stuff. <laughs> Justin, you guys just had an anniversary, was that your second or third
0: as a brewery? That was our second. Okay. Yeah. That was in November.
4: Was that November? Yeah.
0: Oh, man, okay. That's a really that. long time ago I saw were
4: that you, flyer. You at that show? Or? No, or I, the, I know I not <laughs> Are you I talking about that Ryan Maybe yeah. I'm thinking about Ryan
1: yeah. heitz Yeah, you're thinking about Ryan Okay, that's oh, what I was thinking half of. half-year, yeah, yeah. like half-year Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, was that... Uh, that was the second annual Ryan Okay. Another, I, you know, version of us plumbing our nose at the, you know...
4: Yeah, you get old Ryan heitz which I... I'm surprised what? I
0: actually pronounced right just then. That's yeah. nice maybe a out. first time.
4: Hey, maybe you are a good German. Maybe I am. <laughs> all right. Who even <laughs> knew? Ah, not this guy. So what's uh, what was that about? Like I I just remember I was in here one night having some beers with some friends, and I saw the flyer, and I saw a Second Annual, and that's probably why I was like, ah, yeah. oh, there we go. That's a mm-hmm. second anniversary party. Yeah. And it was on a weekend when I was out of town. Sure. But,
0: uh, yeah, what do you guys do for that? Like, what's, what's that all about? Uh, I mean, it's just another excuse to, you know, have a bunch of beers served outside, inside, have a lot of people in here and just have fun. But you know, more than anything we try to bring out the special stuff for that and, yeah, you know, really tout the ingredients that would be scoffed at by the uh, lager, <laughs> the, <laughs> the lager by the logger brewers and my uh, by my brethren. right, your brethren. <laughs> but
3: I got some you know in me as well. All so right, right. I'm on. also uh, I'm I really much thumb in my nose. It's cool that, that the first year you did it was the 500th anniversary of that's the, the law. Oh, passed, okay. Right. So, I mean, okay. that's kind of a big deal, right? For 500 yeah. years, they've had this purity right. law. And, and then Margaret comes and just dances, and dances on and his grave. You know, yeah, just throw fruit <laughs> yeah. at it and,
0: you know, pink peppercorns <laughs> in their eyes and
4: <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> in case anyone that's listening isn't familiar, Ryan Heig's go out, it's the German purity law that states a beer must be made with water, malt, yeast, and... hops. hops barley, barley, right? Hops. I was like... I should know all four of these. I've used it as a trivia question a billion times.
3: <laughs> Originally, yeast wasn't actually on that list. Oh, really? Yep. No, I didn't, they didn't know that. realize. 500 years ago, they, they didn't thought it know was magic. Oh, because no it was
4: spontaneous, <laughs> technically, right? I just mean, like, yeah. yeah,
3: they knew that if you take a little bit of beer and you put it in the next beer.
4: Okay, right. They didn't know why. Right. They were just like me and my homebrew, and it's just like, yeah, hey, this, this, these floaties, and they're just poured in there. Right. So order of operations. Okay. Strain right. purity wasn't a big thing back
0: then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure every beer was a Brett beer back then <laughs> could have been yeah, and probably. somewhat sour to a certain degree as well yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean it's crazy they didn't have thermometers they Brett. couldn't take a gravity Brett. I mean it's yeah. to brew beer with like no guess of anything well, I mean yeah. that's how strong is it weren't they right? feeling like yeah. for the
3: mash temperatures it was just like if it's too hot to put your hand in
1: well they now think that's hard. why they did decoctions. That if you started off with water that was blood temperature and you boiled a third of it, poured it back, boiled a third of it, poured it back, you just happened to make good beer. It just turned out that those were all the right mash temps to hit. But they couldn't measure anything, so they had no, no. idea. And they didn't know what enzymes were yet. Yeah, did not were. They didn't know. What <laughs> <enzymes were. Yeah. laughs> and, uh, <Most> microscopes. <laughs> <laughs> they were just
4: the best guessers. Right. Possible. They some very lucky cavemen. So, yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> just just start pounding stuff, just they just learned about fire, so fuck it. We'll just <laughs>
3: yeah. make that work, right? I'd like to see him try to make beer with the original rule, though. You don't throw yeast in there. It's not a lot that's gonna happen. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna take a little while. Yeah.
0: Right. Take a little while.
4: It'll be a whole lot of NA beer. Right. A lot of.
3: Uh, which, no bubbles.
4: Yeah. No bubbles. Exactly. No bubbles. No, no, no bubbles. They, they'll know my technical term. Right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, Pete, what do you say? Should we uh, get into our third section here? Sure, yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, as a reminder to our audience, however many people that may be, the third section we're tentatively, we've been sticking with loaded questions since at this point we've gotten to know our guests, and we may or may not have had enough beer to be falling under the loaded category. Mm. And Justin (laughs) is already eyeballing his next selection here, which maybe we'll wait and see what this is.
2: So, uh, what so I just have to comment really quickly That I have heard Okay, so Goldfinger's on right now And I've heard oh. The Offspring Rocky <laughs> Murphy's before this I've been really enjoying the music yeah.
0: this You have to think Ashley, our uh, bartendress right now She is selecting the music that's going on in the tap room And we just happen to be hearing it out here in the production area yeah. Tell
2: her she has an excellent taste in music
0: Ashley, you're awesome I don't know if she can hear you. No it. response, <laughs> well, whatever right, we'll, we'll, That will do it <laughs>
4: Actually, I think the time I came in here and uh, pitched the idea to Justin to be on the show, there was some good music on that day. I remember specifically Iggy Pop came on, and it was Passenger, oh, yeah. and I was like, I love and that was like the song I kept hearing in my head when I'd wake up and then I'm like, this is us, this is a good sign, <laughs> this is a good sign.
0: Destiny. So
2: I've heard Sam, I've heard you use pitched a few times, like pitching an idea. Are you saying that a lot because we have. <laughs> who deal with this on the
4: show. At first at first when I said pitch the idea to Elon Musk, that was intended to be a yeast joke. Now I think it's just it's just stuck in my brain. It's 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 just automatic now. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Next I, beer up. Yeah. But uh so yeah, with this section, uh, Pete and I ask different party style questions. Pete asks, um, I'll let him describe his questions, but uh, I do more straight up would you rather type questions pete (laughs) pete why don't you describe what kind of questions you ask and then just go ahead and uh, ask your first one
2: okay sure uh so i ask um you know the fuck marry kill where you know you'd have to choose between three women or men that you would want to fuck marry or kill i do that but instead your options are three beverages and you have to savor beer bong or butt chug you chips them, and you have twenty <laughs> minutes to do it in real time. I mean, obviously, I'm not presenting you with these things, but you have to put yourself there mentally, right? Thanks so of your thousands of miles. Away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's like, I got a special something for you right here. Oh, hey. There's hey. this
0: fourth oh. bag I brought that you guys didn't <laughs> yeah. see yet. I mean, you see that big funnel over there? Oh. I mean, that oh. can that can be used either oh. on either end there. Yeah,
2: you got Did two you see of those. My truck got... Sam drove in that's got all my shit in it. Okay, um, so. So for the first round for you, um, I, I don't know who wants to go first here. Uh, so whoever whoever thinks they have the perfect combo for whether you're going to savor, beer bong, or butt chug these three things. One gallon of liquid yeast in an empty milk jug. So basically you just fill up one of those plastic milk jugs with liquid yeast and, uh, and go for it. A pint of raw meat juice and uh, a keg of PVR.
4: Meat juice. That word alone just... We're Wait, so we, so so we, we have
0: to pick one, one of each of those. Uh, you have to
4: pick which one you would uh, shotgun, which one
0: you would. But I can't shotgun but, all sh- no, oh, you you okay. oh, of them. Right. No, you have to do <laughs> one of <laughs> each. One you shotgun, <laughs> well, you know,
2: you just get one. you safer, one you safer, one you're beer bonging, beer and one you're butt chugging. I mean, twenty. No, so you have to enjoy
3: one.
0: I guess. It's impossible.
3: I mean, enjoyable between. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I don't want to say that I'm going to enjoy the keg of PBR. <laughs> but I, I think that's going to be the easiest one to savor. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, um, beer bonging a gallon of liquid yeast, I, I don't think you'd keep that down. I think that'd be harder than milk. Th- I but I might like try that. it, because you know, if I can puke a couple times in between, maybe get through that. And yeah. then if I got to butt chug something, I mean, meat juice, it seems like that's what's coming out the other end anyway,
2: so.
4: That's, that's <laughs> cool yeah. You know what I mean? like, yeah. Just yeah. I don't totally see how that'd
2: be any different. There, <laughs> yeah. like we're totally bypassing everything that's gonna like detoxify your body.
4: Did did you, you Pete? Did you say how fresh that meat juice was? Like we're right. we talking, we're this... we talking like you know, really fresh meat juice, or you guys have been sitting out for a while, it might be a little, might let's be a little say, questionable.
2: Let's say it's porky, yeah, pork meat <laughs> juice, pork so like, meat juice from today. Yeah from yesterday. I
3: mean, that's I not going
2: to change the <laughs> <laughs> if I'm putting it in my butt, I don't think I yeah. care. It could yeah. be from a week ago, I guess. Yeah, yeah, right? That's, that's true. true. <laughs>
3: oh,
4: my. Matthew, uh, what, do you, what do you got? Where, where, where do you stand on this issue? Uh,
1: uh, definitely got to savor that yeast slurry. Oh, company <laughs> man, company <Right>. man. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I'll shotgun the PBR and uh, do the other one up the other end. All right, I w-
4: I, I kind of want to get a keg of PBR and help you do this because <laughs> I did see a video where someone uh, there were, it, it was like the Friday vibes and there's these dudes in the woods and some guy like punctures a can, shotguns it. Camera scrolls over to this other guy in like a wig and he's in some ridiculous outfit. He has, like one of those Heineken mini kegs, takes a hatchet, blasts it open, just pours it on his face basically. Like didn't even didn't even really get any in his mouth. It was just that's how I imagined this would be going down. Oh, definitely. You're in a shotgun a keg. Shotgun a keg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Justin, you're you're up to bat. Where where are you at? Hopefully,
0: <laughs> he's, mm, he's he's taking a swig mm. of beer. He's getting his thinking juice in. Uh, well, I think somewhere down the line, I'm like, I don't know, maybe 128th Native American or something like that. So, I think I might savor the meat juice. You know, nice and raw, yeah, and very can't. primal. You know, like when they used to take the Become one beating ears. heart out of a buffalo, Tatanka, You know, right. Back in the right. Day. <laughs> um, you know, I can't just cookie cutter here, you know, like these guys. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I appreciate that, too. I would probably chug the PBR just because that's what it was created for. Uh, Um, And, you know, all due respect to these guys, I would just put the yeast, you know, (laughs) where the sun doesn't shine because I know what eating, or not eating, I know what drinking a very yeasty beer can do to my insides and so I'd rather just bypass most of that.
4: Yeah, just skip the (laughs) floor. (laughs) That's what makes you blow up.
0: Well, I mean... Chugging that is probably more likely too. He's got a lot longer to go, so I could follow that with some of Fernando's Mexican food down the street. I'll be gone real quick. God, you might you might be
2: on a new health craze right
4: there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cleanest colon in the county well, area. Man, what that would do for a
4: colon? You know, yeah.
3: yeah. A secondary fermentation in the colon. Yeah.
4: Just blast right. That might be it. the
3: healthiest thing you could do for yourself There you go.
4: Yeah. You know, I'm not saying we're on the cusp of the new trends or creating them, but we're just throwing the ideas out there. Let's see what sticks. Literally. Yeah. yeah, or doesn't stick. Do <laughs>
2: what <See, it> sprays.
0: <laughs> sprays with spray... The old spray and spray. Oh, we're going to talk about what we're drinking right now, don't we? We should, actually, because we, this is this is really good. This message brought to you by Mockery Brewing. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Literally. This is Double Scotch on the Rockies. So this was a beer done in collaboration with the Colorado Let's Talk Craft Beer Facebook group. Oh,
4: I we know did, those guys.
0: We did a, uh, a vote gave Them, uh, you know, a few choices on there, and this is basically a supersized version of our salted scotch ale, which we've had on tap ever since we opened. Oh, right um, on, and you know, basically bumped up the malt bill. Um, we changed the yeast on this one because we wanted to make sure uh, we used something that could handle how strong of a beer we were doing. Yes, yeah, I think we ended up using the dry English on this yeah. actually, the dry English equivalent. Uh, what's the dry English we, put in it? we call it English dry.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just want to make sure I got that terminology right there. Getting real crazy. Don't want to, don't any confused translation uh, there. Right. Uh, that naming structure. English right. dry. So what ended up happening is was, I mean, that yeast is so attenuative that it went a little beyond what we had anticipated. But that being said, instead of being just like a total malt bomb, it actually ended up being a more drinkable beer. Yeah. So there's some sea salt in here. And the crazy thing about this is, it's barrel aged in a Macallan Scotch barrel. Really? The Macallan. So is that where the smoke, or what? I guess I guess that'd be
4: the peat, technically. Well, I mean, there's there's just
0: one percent peat malt in the malt bill in this, so it's very faint. But okay. the majority of what you're tasting is probably from the Scotch barrel, even though Macallan's not a very peaty yeah. Scotch, but I mean, it's still Scotch. I was going so. to ask
4: if they if they had uh, smoked malts. Because it, it, it almost just the like, peated, just yeah. a tiny
0: bit. I mean, literally one yeah. percent. That's that's it. And then you got the. Uh, salt that you know, sea salt that kind of balances off the malt, too. So you just get a yeah. teeny tinge of raininess on the finish, too. I do, as, man. and this is probably about I don't know, this might have been almost a year that was and a half. That was 13%. Okay, yeah. this is 12.6. 12.6. I don't yeah, remember that's the
3: bottle that I saw earlier. That was our first
0: bottle conditioned beer, too. All right, All right. or I'm sorry, bottle refermented. Uh. Tamir, that, that goes out to you. <laughs> Matthew
4: his head. He's, <laughs> he's not into this terminology at all, huh? <laughs> I, was, I was curious because the only other peat, I guess peated beer, I guess, if that's the proper term, peat, that I've ever had. Hey, Pete, I had a peated beer. <laughs> it was a beer that Pete dunked his I lots love peat in. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I don't know if I want a peated <laughs> beer. Uh, yeah. No, I had, I had another one that had like a scotch and had a bunch of peat flavor to it. Mm. I don't know what it was because it was in a suicide at the end of a beer share and everyone dumped a bunch of oh, beer into no. a glass oh. and then I chugged it and the like only King's thing Cup. I could taste at the end was all the peat from that beer because it just took over it cut through everything yeah. peat's a pretty strong flavor
0: you gotta be very judicious Pete, with your with peat I, I am I love peat is a strong flavor <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: why I like them I think I like strong personalities strong flavors it's very mossy Yeah, very mossy. He is a hairy dude, so yeah, that's that's where you check out. Well, he's not green and hairy. I mean, that's just kind of weird. Hey, Pete, maybe you're not hairy anymore. You're just mossy. Tell Lee that one.
2: (laughs) Okay. I think she'd be into that, too. (laughs) Hey, I'm not hairy anymore, Lee. I'm just mossy. (laughs) (laughs)
4: All right, so uh, would you rather this one, uh, let's just go Justin, John, Matthew, let's go down the line. Would you rather go temporarily blind or deaf while drunk?
0: <laughs> uh probably deaf, because I think the you know, hazards that would be presented <laughs> to you from being blind would be much greater than being deaf. There's a very good chance of that. I could probably show, you know, an Uber driver how to get me home if I was deaf, oh. but being blind would make that kind of difficult. Yeah,
4: like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Where you have to take their
4: word on it wherever you are. Because, right. Yeah, right, right. Turn left here, turn right oh, oh, damn. Totally <laughs> turn left there, sir. Totally <laughs> turn left. That's right, just right. like driving circles around the block. Yes.
3: John, uh, I'm gonna say that I, uh, I'd rather go blind because I rarely drink alone, and hopefully I could explain to my friends what was happening, <laughs> and, and reciprocate what they told me needs to happen in order to get me home.
4: I like the hopefully could explain. Yeah,
3: hopefully <laughs> you could explain. And, you know, yeah. I don't know how drunk I am and why I went blind. Right.
0: Yeah. Hopefully he didn't, you know, piss off all his friends and they ditched him because then he'd really be blind. Right. right. Then I'm in trouble.
3: <laughs> so yeah. why do I don't hear so many crickets, guys?
0: What's going on? Yeah. Quit making guys, cricket noises. That's really guys. rude. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyone? Yeah. If you could temporarily go deaf, that'd be kind of like a superpower. Just <laughs> drink a bunch of beer and not listen to anybody. <laughs> just be like, oh, just going into your own space. and Be like, well,
0: I'm sorry guys, I had too much beer. <laughs> I swear. I could see Matt going out buying uh, some noise canceling headphones right now and going, you know, down the street to his local tap house and just kind of focusing and. Right. Yeah. You know. Just- Pontificating which
3: yeast was used to make this beer. It honestly might help with sensory analysis. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's true. If it heightens the other senses. I don't know how senses. much hearing really affects the that, taste. That might be the one sense that doesn't matter.
0: Right. How does the beer sound? Well, especially when you're on a panel and other people are telling you what you're tasting and then it's in your head and then... Right. Right. right cut there that part go, out. There you go. There you go. Probably yeah. help with judging.
1: There you go. Right. I kind of rely on other people telling me what they smell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> pete what's your uh
4: what's your next strife of the party okay
2: the next one is okay Woo. okay so um here are your three options yes, decide sure. whether you want to savor beer bong or butt chug uh, 64 ounces of tomato juice in a can a fifth of tequila your choice uh, every DVD of Fr- Frasier blended with spreadable cheese. <laughs> what? <laughs>
4: what <am I> doing? <laughs> so wait, what was the your choice? The, the tequila it. brand. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's really nice of you. That's, <laughs> I mean, I, I thought he was talking about. I thought the cheese list, or something. What? Yeah, I thought he was, yeah. was going to list other DVDs like Frasier Jack. or Friends or Seinfeld or some other show no, from the nineties early two thousands. This
2: every season of Frasier on DVD blended with spreadable cheese. That is one of the options.
4: That is such and a it's not
2: going to be super name. sharp, so if you butt chug it, it's not going to cut the shit out of your cola.
4: That is such a Niles Crane fucking. What question. a
0: pal.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. want any bloody buttholes. You know what I mean? Yeah.
4: Right. I mean, this sounds inevitable right now. Right. From I mean,
0: the options we're being given. Yeah.
4: <laughs> let's, uh, let's do a reverse uh, order, Matthew. We'll start oh, with shit. you this time. <laughs> <laughs> John, you've got a good seating position. You're in the middle. It's worked out. Oh, uh, <laughs>
1: man. Out. I'm going to do the cheese up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cheese <The>, up. Uh, <laughs> cheese it up. <laughs> <laughs> Tomatoes. Chug. What was the other option? Tequila, tequila, your choice. Oh, yeah. I'll savor the tequila. It's <laughs> a nice tequila. Yeah.
3: Um, So I'm a cheapskate, so I'm going to buy cheap tequila, but chug that.
4: Oh, wow. Slam okay. the
3: tomato juice and savor the cheese in Frazier. <laughs> possibly till death. I yeah, possibly. I... Well
4: yeah. I mean, plastic's probably not toxic. I and mean, if it's that small, you'll most likely pass it safely. I mean, we we'll hope? I think so. We'll just, I mean... Yeah. We're just pretending. Yeah. We'll and by
3: consuming works. the Fraser, does that mean that I get to watch it while eating cheese? Because that's how I patient it. No. Absolutely. No. I'm eating, <laughs> I mean, the you're yeah, you're eating the DVDs. I'm, I'm eating like the DVDs. So okay. You'll, you'll right, have well, to, uh, I guess that works. you have to
4: visually consume Fraser. You'll have
0: to buy a separate set of DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Justin, we're on to you now. <clears throat> well I never got into Fraser and but I guess Frasier's gonna get into me. Um <laughs> oh, So I mean if he's gonna if he's bad. gonna get there, I never really got into that show, so I'm just gonna make sure it's over with as quickly as possible, so that's going uh, up the keister. Um, <laughs> I do like tequila, uh, so what I'll do is I'll chug the tomato juice to give me a nice little lining, you know, base since I gotta drink an entire bottle in twenty minutes. Okay I don't know if that's really savoring. Uh, but I will take some Don Julio 1942. You did notice that he said you had 20 minutes
4: to do it, so I mean, that's well within the rules. That's there you go. Don go. Don
2: Julio 1942 is my, f- like, favorite beverage of all time, it's by the way. pretty damn good. So, Mad yeah. props to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I bought a bottle of that for a guy's trip uh, last fall, and uh, it was quite delicious. Yeah it's, yeah, it's great shit. Definitely have to share, though, because that's not a cheap one oh <laughs> <Hell> no. <laughs> Unless you're just like, fuck off, all you. If, if it's a guy trip of guys you don't like, you're like, yeah, hey, you know, this
4: is this is mine. The rest of you can go eat a dick So oh, There man. we go. So uh, shall we uh, split another beer? We'll just we'll just keep this uh, rhythm going. Let's do it. So this time, Pete, we're getting into a backwards bastard.
2: Oh, my and, favorite.
4: And since Justin didn't make this, I'll describe this. I Please suppose. Please do. Well, it's fun that we did a double scotch. This is actually a scotch ale that was. A- aged in uh, bourbon barrels. Ooh. Expect lovely, warm smells of single malt scotch, oaky bourbon barrels, smoke, sweet caramel, and roasted malts. I think this stuff tastes like graham crackers. Like, really? Yes. I, that I, sounds I, delightful. Have you guys ever had this it's before? Like, no, I've going. never had it. I think no, I may have too. had it
0: once, but it was a long so, time So, I used to live two miles
4: from this brewery, so here, don't go pass it down to these guys. Make sure everyone else... Gets a little swig.
0: I mean, you used to live here the brewery. I mean, we're lucky if you could get any of this.
4: Yeah, I know. It's every, every time they open a new distributorship, it's always around Colorado, and a little piece really? of me dies inside. Yes. They're literally... Thank you. Mm. They're distributing around the state of Colorado so well right now. And this was my, like, home bar. All right, so while everyone's savoring this beer, would you rather listen to only Nickelback for a month straight <laughs> or stay sober? Sober. Hey, let's sober. start in the middle of John.
0: Oh, we <laughs> <work>? yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, John hasn't sober. answered yet, so.
3: You <laughs> uh, <laughs> realize what day twenty-nine <laughs> well, this, is going to be like? These are bad options. Yeah, I know. We're not, I never said these. Were are we good just talking questions. about a
0: thirty-day cleanse?
3: <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go sober. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go sober over listening to Nickelback right now.
0: That's 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 great. So, that's okay. fine. I, I probably would too. I just, yeah. I mean, if that if you needed a reason. You just gave it to us, right?
2: <laughs> That'd be the perfect reason. Better health. That's who cares. like that's like a punishment. avoid cirrhosis.
0: Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not talks. listen to Nickelback.
2: Okay, got me. Yeah, this you got me. This is great. That's Mostly what somebody being... like threatening an intervention might yeah. like they could use that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, not, that's a you're punishment. You're either done now or you're idea, to
3: Nickelback for a month. Punishment for breaking the sobriety cleanse. Yeah. No, that's is, f- is Nickelback. Yeah, Nickelback for a month. <laughs> Oh, over.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've had
4: Dez sitting here back the whole time, just like, oh, I'm on doing this for not Nickelback. Damn it! <laughs> this is good, though, because I usually ask this to uh, like a single guest instance, and I've had a few people that have been like, uh, I don't know, but literally three people have answered this question in less time than it's taken one person to answer it at one point, so... You that's, see, it's unanimous. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad the Nickelback hates strong. I guess we haven't listened to punk this whole fucking time. Those
3: guys are yeah, so. very anti out right? stadium shows though.
0: So. Well, yeah, it's crazy. I I know. I'm sure yeah. County Crows do, and you know, I know uh, you know Backstreet Boys are touring again, and they're still selling out. So Dude, they're you selling know, out just, Vegas. Yeah, there, there you go. My right? favorite, my favorite time Nickelback <laughs> ever did
4: anything was when they played at the halftime show for a Detroit Lions Green Bay Packers game over like Thanksgiving. They did in Detroit, and all you could hear in the background was. <laughs> 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 they were getting booed so fucking hard at Ford Field. Yeah. It was perfect. That's awesome. Man.
0: Yeah. They and were like hoping it was down, or like Counting Crows or something like that instead. Probably. You know, it's Detroit. <laughs> Where, no. <laughs> they're, they're used to white rappers,
4: not white other musicians. Kid Rock. Yeah. Well, right? Eminem Disney too, yes. Yeah, 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 him too, yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. Kid Rock was the original white MC before Eminem <laughs> came and stuck his big white butt in the fucking mix. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, what you got? Uh, you got uh, another question, Are you doing another strife of the party? Or are you mixing it up?
2: I've been enjoying these strife of the Party, so I'm gonna keep with that. All right, right on. I like how I can write them a little bit on the fly. So, all right. So,
4: <laughs> I actually like that too. That's good.
0: Not on
2: your fly. Well, right now, not on my fly okay. ever.
4: He's not usually wearing pants, so that's yeah. Not oh, okay. well, there is no He's fly. He's sitting alone. <laughs> <a> <laughs> yeah.
3: thousands of miles away, pantsless.
2: Yeah, Mossy it's Mossy, not weird at all. Mossy. It's
4: not weird at all until you say it like that, John.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this one's a little bit more tame, but I'm actually kind of curious to see what anybody would do. A bottle of subpar Riesling, a 40 of King Cobra, or a pint of apple cider vinegar. <laughs> oh, God. That's... I mean...
0: I feel like you've got an answer already on deck, Justin. I hate apple cider vinegar, so there's no way that it's touching my taste buds. That's going where <laughs> the sun doesn't shine. Um, I have, at one point in time, drank a 40 of King Cobra. Um, I don't know if I enjoyed it, but I might be apt to sip on that in lieu of bad Riesling and just pound that down and get that over with because riesling well it can be dry it doesn't have to be sweet most of the stuff we have here in the u.s is sweet and kind of disgusting so i don't know shit about riesling so
4: that's wine right aren't you german yeah it's it's like <laughs> oh, <laughs> german! 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 german what did i tell you guys I told oh you bad, bad german, german.
0: <laughs> you don't know what riesling is no, that's, no it's I don't. part of the motherland come on well, i know uh, oh. fatherland the Fuhrerland, oh, yeah come sorry. on oh they're yeah,
1: a very the Atlanta Atlanta the German.
0: Yeah, yeah. The land of the They're a very
4: misogynistic company or country in that it's the fatherland, you know, it's that's all they got going on. But Sorry, that
0: was the American of me coming
4: out. That was the American of me coming out too. There that's, you go. See American me, because that was a messed up. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> Speaking of s- Prison chain, mind. here we go. Alright. <laughs> oh boy. Well, John, what would you like to do? Yeah, John. Oh well, since I'm classy. <laughs> I, I think I mean I I don't know how you would do the vodka any other or I mean the uh, the vinegar any other way than up the keystone. Yeah, I just don't think you can drink that. It's very acidic. I'm just gonna say. It's very. acidic. But I'm gonna I'm <laughs> okay. gonna switch it up. I'm gonna enjoy the riesling, the bad after riesling? after chugging the king cobra. Oh, okay. Gonna, you're gonna cleanse your palate. I'm gonna chug the king cobra and then I'm gonna just sit back with he's that gonna, vinegar. Gonna, Hopefully that's a scorched earth palette situation. Right. If it's bad Riesling, just like right. well, you know what? No, I'm, I'm like a ten dollar a bottle of wine drinker anyway. So I'm see, I drink like mine out of bags, about, like, which yeah, is why exactly. I don't know about yeah.
4: Riesling in general. Right. I don't think that's a. He
3: squeezes his Riesling. That's hey. what he
0: does. So, <laughs> it, yeah, squeezing. Yeah. Squeezing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put like, some
1: ice in that Riesling and savor yeah. it. Is ice yeah. allowed?
0: Are you allowed to put ice in this, Pete? Yeah, Pete. Are there adjuncts
2: allowed? <laughs> or is it just got to be straight up? Ugh, no ice. All right. oh. I'm still gonna save savor oh, that reason. Does anyone stink? it's fucking room temperature reason?
0: Ooh, well, it's not even cold? No.
2: Oh, I'm no, still gonna savor the reason, oh. over.
0: Have you yeah. had King Cobra? No, I haven't. Oh, so he doesn't- Yeah, there. I don't he's even missing. know what that is. He doesn't even know what he's missing. You don't know what it is? Well, have you ever had silver liquor? Liquor. I've never yeah. watched
2: Frasier. <laughs> 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 you know, your questions have been pretty Frasiery today, Pete. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, for the last, like, three episodes I've been talking about Frasier I know, and I can't
0: tell if you're did you, serious Did you watch not? that, the uh, the 90s show that was on CNN? No, I don't think I
2: have
0: I just watched uh, the first episode It was about television shows of the 90s for the first two hours It's a multi-segment kind of miniseries, Like they did for the 80s And they yeah. talked about Frasier on there, actually and I watched it last night it was, oh, no shit. That yeah. was, like, the show I watched I, I preferred Frasier over Seinfeld Because I was a weird little ten-year-old They considered Frasier the best spin-off ever because it spun off a of few, yeah. It, no, it none, so none many of the spinoffs seasons. have been never as, made as successful. As yeah, that. I mean and that went like eight or ten seasons. I mean, there's what long, right? long order, you know, it went ten 11 of those, But I wouldn't call those spinoffs. Those are it's more like clones. It went Eleven seasons, SUV, actually. Yeah. All that stuff, right? Yeah. SUV RUV 2 R2D2. See, uh, Matt's having trouble remembering his answers now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are referencing as the issue. <laughs> you are all so old. Oh, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Oh. wait
0: Age check. Who,
4: who? Who? we got here? I'm gonna be 35 in this in, in a couple months.
0: I'm 40. Right. I'm
3: 36.
1: I'm almost 30. Oh, get <laughs> oh. out
3: of here! No wonder you saying age? that. Oh. But the
1: thing I'm, is, Pete's. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm
2: 49 too.
4: Yeah, Pete's in that age range too. So. We're surrounded by millennials. I know. Do you have any older siblings? <laughs> no. Okay, so Pete's got like two older siblings. That's how he gets, that's how he knows about this shit. Pete, not to throw you under the bus there.
2: No, no, we're, you're not throwing me under the bus for saying I have older siblings. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, I know, you. Oh, my God. You, you I don't, you don't have older siblings.
4: You. Your parents had sex before you? What the fuck? You got,
2: you got, got picked on. And,
0: <laughs> your sister's dressed you like a girl. Admit it, Pete.
2: I drove a girl on my own. <laughs>
0: show us your Barbie Corvette.
4: <laughs> oh man, I've ridden his Barbie Corvette. Oh, uh, shotgun! It's good time. It's, it's 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 supercharged. Always two seats. Oh man, yeah, guys. So uh, thanks much for coming on the show. Um, do you guys have any like social media and or website information you'd all like to share with our with our peoples?
1: yeah you can order yeast from inlandislandyeast.com
0: if you're Boom.
1: a professional
0: brewer that is <laughs> yeah. all, all you wannabes like me unless you're in Denver you're there might be some of their vials uh, a homebrew If you're a home brewer yeah. you can
3: get a, get a hold of a, a Denver brew shop and they'll ship it all over we don't have a, a retail license so we can't sell directly to the public but oh, we do have a handful of uh, homebrew shops here in Denver that are carrying our products and I'm happy to get those all over the country Older
0: now. all right, Right on. very nice. And yeah. also, buy mockery beer any chance you get.
3: I, I concur with
4: that statement, that sentiment. Justin brews it, and uh, he does a pretty good job.
0: Try here, we try, we try. Yeah, I mean, tap room, we've got bar accounts and liquor stores all over uh, the greater Denver area, Fort Collins, mountain towns. So that's as far as we've reached so far. But you know, I had a lot of people come to do beer tourism in the Denver area, especially during GDF time, stuff like that. So Come on by our tap room. Check us out. Amen.